Good morning, everyone. It's Maria here with the Thought Spiral podcast, and it's officially the last day of summer. And it seems like summer just flew by this year, thanks to COVID and everything else that we've experienced over this past, I guess, six or seven months at this point. Um, And so my thought today is about resentment and how we hold on to resentment to justify, you know, um, our feelings. We kind of use it as a means to reconcile our feelings um, about something. And it's a really easy thing to hold on to. Um, it's, it's, sometimes it can be the answer to everything negative that we feel has happened to us. And the reason that this is on my mind is because I just received news uh, through a friend that my ex of eight years is expecting a baby this year. Um, And while I don't have any romantic feelings, you know, for my ex, I don't have, you know, I I don't have any feelings of like, you know, I made the wrong choice or I made the wrong decision. I'm very happy in my life and I'm very fulfilled and I feel that I'm with my soulmate, you know, I feel that I'm with my person. But I I hear that news and then I think about, you know, the eight years of my life that I spent with this person who told me they didn't believe in marriage, you know, who said they didn't want children, they didn't want a family. And I lost, in my opinion, some very critical years, you know, in my life where I should have been kind of reaching those milestones with a partner. And I spent, you know, nearly a decade with someone who told me that they didn't believe in the foundations, you know, of marriage. They didn't believe that uh, marriage was important, that it was just a piece of paper, that they didn't want children. And so as human beings, you know, especially though, you know, those of us who have spent significant amount of time in relationships and those relationships have ended, you know, in these kind of critical years of our lives, we look at that time as wasted time, right? We lost that time. We'll never get that time back. And it creates this feeling of resentment, you know, within us. And I don't want to feel resentment, right? I don't want to feel like I wasted my time. I don't want to feel like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't, you know, the person that made that other person want all of those things. But it's hard to reconcile it, you know, when you invested so much time and energy into someone just for them to kind of turn around and do all of those things that they said they didn't want to do with you. And the reason I wanted to talk about it or share is just because I know, I know that for me, I don't have any feelings, you know, of love for that person. I don't long for that person. But as a human being, I'm thinking to myself, like, how can I reconcile the simple fact that I missed out on so much for, you know, again, for close to a decade when it could have been as easy as saying we didn't need to be in a relationship anymore. You know, and I know that like I I I had to get on, you know, and look up some articles and look up how to reconcile, you know, wasted years in a relationship. 
And I came across this really good article. I think it's, it looked like it was more of a blog type of article, but I came across it and it's on uh, theadventurouswriter.com and it's written by someone named Lori. So I, again, I'm assuming this is like a blog thing. And the, the title is Three Ways to Recover the Years You Lost in a Relationship. And so, you know, reading through it, I don't have a lot of the feelings, again, that maybe some people do. You know, maybe if a a relationship ending is fresh, you still have, you know, those feelings of love and and that connection and being close. But I haven't had that. You know, we've been apart. We, I ended the relationship in 2016. So it's been a little over four years now. Um, You know, and again, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm happy in my life and that's not... You know, that's not a lie. That's not a Band-Aid. Like, I'm genuinely happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm with the person that I wanted to be with, that I knew I was meant to be with. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt any less, right? To To see someone who was so strong in their convictions against marriage and against having a family or starting a family with you... And then be able to do that in half the time, you know, in half the time of a relationship with someone else. And I'm very happy for him. You know, I, I was very worried for a few years, like for probably two years, I had this immense guilt that he wouldn't find a relationship, you know, that he wouldn't have the things that we had, you know, that perhaps I spoiled him in, you know, having someone who was hundred percent dedicated and loyal and, you know, would do anything for the relationship to work. And I was really, I used to guilt myself and beat myself up a lot about that. And then, you know, he met someone, I think a year or two after we split. And even in those first couple of years, you know, I would get random messages or emails, you know, asking me for relationship advice, asking me, you know, whatever questions about life, apologizing. And I felt, you know, it it made me feel valued because I, for whatever reason, I had a connection with that person that I, I always wanted to help and like guide him and be a sounding board. And so when he got engaged, he didn't tell me, um, he actually messaged me two days before that came out over Instagram because we were Instagram friends at the time and I had written to him one night it was two nights before the proposal he had written to me two nights before he proposed and was kind of having like a difficult night and he was like you know i feel like i'm messing this relationship up i feel like i'm doing the same things that i did when i was with you and i remember like trying to give advice and saying you know she sounds like a great person don't mess it up because of you know thoughts in your head blah 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 and so i had a rough night with my significant other at the time And I wrote him like, hey, I'm having kind of the same night that you were having, you know, so my turn, you know, haha. And he kind of was like, oh, you know, you're a great person. Don't don't stress about that. So we had like this conversation very briefly supporting one another. And then the next two days, two days after that on Instagram, this picture pops up that he's engaged And I wrote, I remember finally feeling free of that person. Like I remember when I saw the engagement picture and saw the announcement from his new fiance, 
I was like, oh my God, I can let go of all of this guilt because I felt like that guilt was making my relationship difficult um, without my, you know, fiance now noticing that. I just, I had this immense guilt that I was living with, you know, that was keeping me up in the middle of the night. And so when I saw that post, I mean, my whole, like this whole weight lifted off of my body. And I was just so thankful. Like I was so happy that he found someone. I was so happy that he, you know, uh, she changed his mind about marriage and relationships. And I wrote this long message to him. And, and it was literally like, almost like my last letter to him. And it was so like beautifully worded. And I'm not bragging. I just, I remember how well I was able to like put my thoughts, like articulate everything that I felt and how happy I was for him. And he, he didn't even read it he deleted it. Um, and so it really hurt me because I had kind of been there as a support for him, you know, over that year and a half or so when he needed an ear to listen, you know, he needed someone to talk to, he needed some advice. And then he makes the biggest step in his life. And, you know, I write this email finally, like exclaiming how happy I am that someone has, has changed his heart, you know, and he just deleted it. And so that really bothered me. That really hurt me for a while. Um, you know, but again, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to push. I'm not going to harass you. I'm not going to be persistent. You know, I'm not going to bother you if you can, if you don't have the human decency to just respond to something or just say, you know, thank you, you know, whatever, and move on. And so with this announcement coming with the pregnancy, All it did was kind of reopen the fact that I wasted so many years, you know, on this person. And this is just a little tidbit. I went to a shaman, I think it was in 2016, early 2016. I didn't, it wasn't planned. I was actually looking for something in a spiritual store and the shaman approached me and he was like, I guess feeling someone else's energy. And he was like, did you come in here? And then he was like, no, sorry, I think it was somebody before you. And I was like, okay. And he was like, can I talk to you for a moment? Like, do you have a moment? And I said, sure. And, you know, I he pulled me back into this room and he started to talk to me a little bit about kind of the journey that I was on that nobody knew about. You know, I wasn't there for anything but a cleansing spray. And I'll never forget this day for the rest of my life. And the shaman, you know, he was like, if you would like to do, you know, a consultation, I would... I, I, you know, I feel like it's really important that you need to hear some of these things. Totally up to you. I don't take the money. You know, the money goes to, there was like a tree in the office and you kind of put the money there. And if you're not a spiritual person, this all sounds really wacky. But he was like, if you feel like you need to come back, please come back. If not, I hope that, you know, this message that you got today will help you, you know, to to make those better decisions that you need to make in your life. So I decided to go back a few hours later. You know, I pulled out some cash. I went back because this was my first experience like that. And I'm not going to get into all of the details, but I did go for a consultation and it was about an hour. And amongst all of the other things that this man told me, he told me to stop wasting my time on somebody's potential to be what I need them to be. And he asked me, you know, he, well, he told me you're in a relationship now. And this person is not the person for you. You know, you're waiting and waiting and waiting for them to 
you know, meet this, this potential that you have set in your mind for them and they're not going to do that. And so I took that information and honestly, I think that was in 2015. It was in 2015 and I stayed in that relationship, you know, for probably six to eight months is what I'm thinking. You know, if I'm thinking of when I went, I know it was about probably about this time frame, fall in 2015 and we split up in early 2016. Um, but I remember him telling me that, and I remember sharing it with my ex at the time, you know, and, and he got very upset. He was very hurt. And I said, you know, I'm not saying that I'm going to end this relationship, but what I'm saying is, you know, the conversations that I've been having with you about how I want to progress in my life and I want to start a family and I want to build a foundation, you know, I, are you ever going to want those things? And I, I just remember, you know, a little bits and pieces about that conversation and, and he got upset, I remember. And I didn't talk about it again. And then a few months later, I decided, you know, I needed to do what was best for me and move on from that relationship. And, you know, now we're at this point today where I don't want to see those years as wasted years because they're gone. I'm not going to get them back. I don't want to dwell on the fact that somebody took my heart, you know, took my time and took my energy just for the simple fact of taking it. You know, I don't want to think that he was selfish, but it's really hard as a human being to not feel those negative things. And so in this article that I mentioned on The Adventurous Writer, number one of kind of, you know, things to remember is that your relationship took the exact amount of time it needed. And so I was there for a lot of a lot of things, a lot of mental health things that he went through, a lot of personal things, you know, being uh, five years apart in age, you know, and, and him never having left home. We had a lot of differences. We had a lot of different experiences. And I chose to stay a lot of the time because I felt like he needed me to be there. So it's not fair for me to be upset, right? It's not fair to hold on to like the negative aspect of like, well, you did all this with another person, but you couldn't do it with me. So did you just lie? You know, you go into that spiral of thinking, that thought spiral, like, well, was I not good enough? Why would, you know, maybe he was lying to me the whole eight years, like, you know, you just go into this whole cycle of like blaming yourself for his relationship now flourishing and feeling like you had some role in him getting there. Right. And so I I try not to dwell on that. Um, I, I really, I like how in this article, it says those years weren't lost or wasted. They just were, you know, like you'll drive yourself mad trying to reconcile and trying to get that time back or get answers as to why, because for whatever reason, that's where I was supposed to be for those eight years to be where I am now. Number two on that list, and I'm just sharing these because I think it's helpful. Number two is the past is distracting and exhausting. And we all know that, you know, if you're anybody who dwells on the past, you know how exhausting and draining it is on your heart and your mind and your soul. And so you just can't do that. You just have to let it be what it is and focus on the moment now, right? Focus on your relationship now or your potential relationship that's coming in the future. 
And the last one, number three, is that you can find at least one practical way to heal from love addiction. So it talks about in number two a little bit how you could potentially have been addicted to that love or addicted to that person or that relationship. In my case, I wasn't, um, I know the reasons why I stayed in the relationship. And at this point, you know, when, when things, when he's reaching those milestones, that he told me he didn't believe in, I have to understand that it has nothing to do with me, right? I was there for the time that I needed to be there. He was in my life for the time that he needed to be to allow me to make the best decisions for myself. And I did. And so my my little tidbit to share with you is that holding on to resentment will literally kill you. Like it will destroy your happiness. It will destroy your peace it will destroy probably all the work that you've done to get to where you are today. And whether that means out, out of relationships or out of familial relationships or any, any kind of negative relationship that you've had, dwelling on the past isn't going to do anything for you. And holding on to resentment, holding on to that weight in your heart and in your soul and in your mind and in your body is going to kill you. It's going, and I don't mean like, kill you as in you're going to die like tomorrow of some, you know, natural cause or something. But I just mean like the proverbial, it's going to kill you. Like it's going to, it's going to constantly disturb the peace that you're trying to create in your life every moment of every day. And, you know, for me, I can, I can reconcile a lot of this by myself. You know, I can, I can justify things. I can understand that this isn't something specific to do with me or who I am or what type of person I am. We were not meant to be together. And I fully believe that. But just because I believe that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt to see, you know, somebody who was, again, so strong in their convictions against everything when you were with them and now kind of blossoming you know, in this whole other life. But that's the thing. It's a whole other life for the both of us. You know, like this is my new life. This was my, my choice. And although I may have, uh, although years may have gone by, I didn't lose any time. You know what I mean? Like, because the memories that I'm making now and the relationship that I'm in now and the relationship that we have is the it's like the most fulfilling, peaceful contentment I've ever felt in my life. And I didn't have that for eight years. And I know that if I, if I didn't have those eight years, I wouldn't know to appreciate everything that I have now. And so with that, I'm going to end this here. I hope this helps. You know, again, I share my personal experiences and my personal thoughts and feelings because I feel like it will help somebody out there. I feel like it will resonate with somebody who might be thinking that they're wrong for feeling what they're feeling because they're in a relationship or married or engaged. We have to be able to express ourselves. We have to be able to acknowledge those feelings and we have to be able to move on from those feelings. And the only way to do that is to talk about it. So I wish love and light to you all. Happy Tuesday, but not so happy, maybe happy end of summer. I just wasn't ready for summer to be over. I'm sure like most of us, but I wish you a happy autumn and have the, have the best week ever.